0: Hello and welcome to the 49ers first and 10 podcast 10 minutes of the most up to date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host Brianna McDonald and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter Lindsay Pilaras. Before we dive into today's episode we've got some news to announce regarding the 2023 schedule. The days and times for two of the 49ers three preseason games have been announced. Preseason week 2 versus the Denver Broncos takes place on Saturday, August 19th at 5:30 p.m. Pacific Time, and preseason week 3 versus the Los Angeles Chargers takes place on Friday, August 25th at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. We don't have information yet on which networks these games will be broadcast on, nor do we have the date and time for the 49ers' First preseason game against the Las Vegas Raiders, as those details are still being ironed out, but we've got a little bit more clarity to the preseason. All right, now for today's episode, we're going back three weeks to when the 49ers traded up to select their first pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, picking safety Jair Brown from Penn State in round three. We got to hear from him on Friday during the team's rookie minicamp. Lindsay, what did he have to say about that draft day? And really, what's the story behind that day that built up to him being drafted by San Francisco?
1: Yeah, I think it was definitely a big lead up to that second day of the draft, Brie. And it all started with his top 30 visit. Um, From what we know now, Jair Brown was a very highly touted prospect by the 49ers. Um, And as you mentioned, a lot of the 49ers scouting personnel and the coaches alike were very very keyed in on making sure jair brown ended up in a red and gold jersey after everything was said and done and they really got to know him well during a top 30 visit prior to the draft and that's when teams get to bring in prospects essentially to further evaluate them particularly from a personality iq just normal day-to-day getting to know someone um, and I think that it was bonds formed on that trip to Levi Stadium and to meet the team that really strengthened um that connection for both sides. uh Jair Brown alluded to a almost father son conversation that he had with defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes that made him feel so comfortable. He also said he had almost an instant connection with general manager, John Lynch. Um, We've heard both of those men also echo those same thoughts. So the connection was absolutely there. And I think that gives a better perspective for that second day of the draft when the 49ers were doing everything they could to make sure that, Jair Brown was their pick versus anybody else's. Um, and they actually had to trade up to spot number 87 to ensure that. Um, and that's kind of how that all transpired. And from what Jair Brown said, uh, the trade was going over the air, basically just moments before he got the call from the 49ers front office and John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, uh, and Steve Wilkes basically welcoming him to the organization. So I think that's just an insider's perspective on what you don't know that happens during draft day that it just all happens so quickly. Yeah, here's Jair
0: Brown on what his draft day experience was like.
2: This organization has a great great staff like when I came here on my top 30 visit like I just was you know so amazed by how well we connected you know me and coach Wilkes me and John Lynch it's just been you know like a a bond from the jump so I was like if I can get to San Fran man I love San Fran (laughs) and then I end up going to San Fran I knew as soon as I slipped the third round I said the kind of connection we had they gotta come get me and when they (laughs) came and got me it was just sky's the limit from there. I got the call before they traded up. So they told me they were trading up and then just like was happening like simultaneously. So like as soon as they said it, it was happening I'm like, man, it's crazy. And I, I couldn't even, everybody was screaming around me so I couldn't <laughs> even really hear the coach on the phone. So I'm like who I'm talking to again? I'm like, oh, Shannon. I don't know who it is. So I'm, everybody's just yelling. So it was just, it was crazy though. It was a crazy night. I couldn't in words how amazing and how excited I was.
0: Almost every member of the 49ers that was in the draft room said that they were set on Brown and that he was their guy. They even managed to trade up to pick him. The team's defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, has been very vocal about his excitement on drafting Jair. Do you think Jair knew that the 49ers had such high thoughts about
1: him? I think He probably knew it in his heart. Um, You know, I think you talk about that connection that they formed on the top 30 visit. You typically don't feel that that sort of bond with someone unless it's mutual. Um, And he did say, uh, as he was talking during his media availability, that once he didn't hear his name called in the second round, he was feeling it in his heart of hearts that he would eventually end up with the 49ers thinking that they were going to make some sort of decisive move to come get him. And they did. Um, And so I think he was just super, super happy. He identified the 49ers as a a team that he was really looking to join. Um, And then on the 49ers side, I think it's also important to note that Jair Brown, along with tight end Braden Willis, who was actually selected in the seventh round, They were the two prospects um, that received the gold helmet designation. For San Francisco. Uh, And this is kind of, it's like an unofficial award, but it's a really important one for the 49ers organization uh, because not that many prospects get it. And essentially, they zero in on guys that obviously they're super impressed with their on the field performance. And then they also look to the off the field stuff. Are they great leaders? Do they have good football knowledge and football IQ? Um, And like I said, nine picks and Obviously, hundreds of dra- of draft prospects that were eligible during that draft. And two of the guys that the 49ers ended up with were gold helmet designation players.
0: Oh, wow. That's really cool to hear what the draft process is like. Well, here's defensive coordinator Steve Wilks say why third round draft pick Jair Brown really impressed him.
2: His tape just jumped off at you. You know, he just makes plays. But uh, having an opportunity... You know we didn't go to the combine we did zooms but even when you are there uh those 15 minutes excuse me don't give justice for us really trying to get to know someone and we do a huge thing here where we bring our 30 in all at the same time we have dinner top golf and as you get into a social setting i think you have you know more conversations and i just started he just started growing on me just the conversation that we're having His dedication to the game, you know, he's mature. He sees it with a different lens. And uh, I said, this guy right here can be the future for it. So uh, I was excited about it, and I'm glad we got him.
0: Wow, so Wilkes mentioned that Brown could be the future for the 49ers defense. But how does he fit into
1: the team's defense as of right now? So Jair Brown has the great benefit of entering a team that. If all stays the same and everyone remains in good health, the projected starters at safety would be veteran Tashawn Gibson Sr., who joined the team last season, earned a starting spot after being signed late, and now first-time All-Pro safety Talanoa Hufanga. He just closed up his second season in the league and had just this great rise to elite playing over the course of the last season. He's a super physical player. I think we can say that for both of those guys and Jair Brown can come in during the offseason programming during training camp and just be a sponge soak up how to be a professional at the next level um, and get some pointers from guys that now have played at a very very elite level for a long time and I talk about Tashawn Gibson senior when I say that and then again just Talano Hufunga, super physical, very energetic, definitely a leader on the defense, all things that you want your young players to pick up. And he can compete for a starting spot. And should they need to rotate in, opportunity is there. But for right now, he just needs to focus on learning from two of the best. And I think that's a great spot to be in.
0: Yeah, speaking of Talanoa Hufunga. He sort of paved the way for a young safety entering the 49ers. He came in his rookie season, his second season. He really bloomed into this all pro player. Do you think that Jair Brown can sort of follow in those footsteps?
1: Absolutely. I think the reason that the 49ers were so impressed with Jair Brown is because he's an incredibly physical player. um, And that's something that this team loves. Um, we were actually at Golden Getaway and I attended Chalk Talk with uh, Assistant General Manager Adam Peters and he actually broke down some game tape of Jair Brown and honestly was just singing his praises just for what an incredibly smart football player he is, how aggressive and how he, his willingness, you know, to attack on the defensive side, all things you want in a young safety. And again, he has two veteran players that he can really learn from. So we love that. And then again, his stats speak for for themselves. He was, I believe the only rookie out of this 2023 draft class that has 10 interceptions over the past two seasons. He's obviously a very, very good. He was a very, very good college football player and all expectations are that that translates over to the pros. Wow. Well, the faithful love to see
0: Levi Stadium turn into Pick City. Hopefully, Jair Brown can turn Levi Stadium into Pick City, making those interceptions in the red and gold. But now that rookie minicamp is over. What's coming up for the rest of the team's OTAs?
1: Yes, so we will get further nitty gritty details coming up very shortly, but do expect some open practice days on the OTA schedule over the course of the next two to three weeks. Everything wraps up for the offseason programming towards the beginning of June. Then players get some much needed time off before the grind of training camp begins. And I can't believe I'm saying this because I just feel like the season just ended, but then it also feels like it happened a long time ago. It's all coming really fast. <laughs> yes, off season has been going by so
0: fast. I'm really looking forward to training camp and getting the season started. But that'll do it for today. Be sure to look out for all of the 49ers offseason content on 49ers.com. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me in this off season update. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates, and thank you Faithful for tuning in.